The team at Weight Inclusive Innovators is going to Mexico City and you're invited. There's something magical about getting out of the day-to-day routine. It's even better when you pack your bags, hop on a flight, and land in a new city. From August 20th to 25th, join us as we settle into our apartments in the neighborhood of La Condesa, visit all the local coffee shops that Mexico City has to offer, and dedicate time to work on our businesses. This means a whole work week to brainstorm your business's future, set goals for the next year, and get caught up on all those admin tasks that keep getting pushed to the wayside. And you didn't think we'd be all work and no play, did you? Well, our primary goal is to dedicate time to work on the biz and give ourselves space to dream and scheme. We can't go to Mexico City and not experience the vibrant culture that it has to offer. That's why we've planned a night of salsa lessons at Mamba Roomba and a cooking class from local culinary experts. Early bird registration is now open for our Mexico City trip. Spots are limited and you do not want to miss out on this amazing opportunity. Come hang out with us, work on your Spanish, and work on your business in person in Morgan's favorite city. Head on over to weightinclusiveinnovators.com slash Mexico City 2023 to sign up or click the link in the show notes. Welcome to the Weight Inclusive Innovators podcast. My name's Hannah Turnbull. And I'm Morgan Sinclair. We're two non-diet dietitians, entrepreneurs, and Enneagram 7s here to talk shop about the business side of things. From managing a team of clinicians to building a cohesive brand to figuring out how the heck to pay yourself, we get deep down in it, talking about what it actually takes to start, run, and grow your weight-inclusive business, the good and the messy. We know your degree didn't include any business classes, at least not any applicable to what you're doing now as an entrepreneur. This is why we're on a mission to bring business education to other weight-inclusive clinicians. Say sayonara to all the hours spent on Google and hello to information that is actually relevant. Let's dive into today's episode. Happy Monday, Weight Inclusive Innovators, or happy Memorial Day when you're listening to this. Um, I hope you're enjoying the day off if you are on a fun trip or if you're getting back into the grind. We feel you and see you as well. Today, we are chatting about something different. We're going to talk about our life outside of entrepreneurship and also why it's so damn hard to talk about <laughs> and how it's so much easier for us to default to business, strategy, marketing, all that good stuff. But before we dive into today's episode, we are going to do a little business check-in, of course, with Morgan. Hello, Morgan. Hello, hello. What's going on in your business week? Tell us your highs and lows. Well, first of all, this topic I'm excited about, but I'm already feeling uncomfortable. Uncomfy. I want to do outside of business. <laughs> um, so just going to name that. So let's see. Highs in my business this week. I... Uh, worked yesterday, which was Sunday. We're recording on a Monday this week. I worked yesterday and had a really good work sesh. And that was a high because I was feeling stressed because I was so behind on a lot of things. And I got my inbox down to three emails, not zero. Three. Inbox three is good. (laughs) Inbox three is better than what it was before. And yeah, I just had a really solid like work sesh power through things was just feeling really motivated. And so I leaned into that, even though it was a Sunday. I love that. Sometimes we got to work on the weekend and sometimes our best work is done when it's not quote unquote, traditionally supposed to be done. Which is one of my favorite things about being an entrepreneur is getting to have flexibility in my schedule. Yes, exactly. 
Yeah. I'm also prepping. So tomorrow I leave for two back-to-back trips. Woo! I'm headed to San Diego tomorrow for one of my friend's 30th birthdays. And then I'm flying directly from San Diego to Puerto Vallarta for another friend's wedding. Yay! Beachy gal. Beachy gal. I know. I ordered newly and got quite a few things to like lounge around at pools and beaches. Love it. That's going to be so fun. It's going to be great. So that was also why I was working yesterday a little bit too, because anticipation of of leaving tomorrow. And even though I'm technically going to have my laptop with me, I'm not planning on doing a lot of work other than like what I can get done in the airport and on the airplane. Which is a lot. Which is a lot. I also have a couple book club books that I need to power through. So that might take priority over working. We'll see. We'll see this week. But to be honest, that sounds amazing on the beach just with a Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm like a really slow reader and I'm trying to figure out how many books I could realistically get through and how much, like, I don't know how much downtime I'm actually going to have, but I currently have three books that I need to read. By when? Uh, only one of them by the end of the month. Okay. What the other book? two are other two are in June. So right now our May book is The Dinner List by Rebecca Serrell. Okay. And then our I have two June books. One is called Reckless Girls by I think her name is Rachel Hawkins. And then the one that I just got for the other book club that I'm in is uh, called Thursday Night Murder Club. Oh. They're all very different books. So I'm excited to read them. Um, Thursday Night Murder Club is honestly the one that I'm probably most excited about because it's about a group of like 80 year olds that live in an assisted living home together, like solving murder mysteries. Oh, that's adorable. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited to dive into it. It's like one of those books that I never would have picked up for myself, but the one of the book clubs I'm in, I'm I Love the people in the book club, but I'm also in that book club because they choose books that I usually wouldn't pick for myself. So that's very awesome. I'm also in a book club, just one. What are y'all reading? Well, we're supposed to be reading Braiding Sweetgrass, which was my pick right now. And then I forgot we picked it and I'd already moved on to the next month's book. (laughs) So I'm trying to decide. That was my bad. Trying to decide if that one's a wash. I'll probably Mm -hmm. still go because I love the people that I have book club with. Yeah. And we always have yummy snacks. So I'm like, I, and even when I read the book, it is not my strong suit to regurgitate back to you what I read. I am so, so not my strength. I know some people do it so beautifully. And that's actually why I like to go to book club too, to hear other people talk about the book. I am such a big picture visionary surprise that I don't get caught up in the details and the meanings. I'm just sort of like, this is a beautiful story. And I liked the book. That's my feedback. Same. And then I literally close the book, like, like read the last page, close the book, rate it on Goodreads. And then someone's like, oh, like, what were your takeaways? I'm like, I'm worried about my short-term memory. Cause I don't even think I could tell you the main character's name anymore. <laughs> yeah. Same, same. So that's why I, take the pressure off for myself. And I feel bad because I want to be a good book club participant, but at the same time, I just, I will support y'all talking about yeah. the things and be like, yes, I totally agree with you. I'm here I, for the social aspect. Yes. I don't have anything <laughs> profound to share. Maybe I will. Maybe that'll change when I read a book that just 
changes my life. I don't know. But Braiding Sweetgrass was supposed to be the book. And we're, well, what I'm listening to now, which I've learned about myself is sometimes if I'm in a book club where there's a time end date that needs, the book needs to be read by, then audiobooks are just going to be better for me. Mm. Um, it's called Romantic Comedy. <gasps> my sister-in-law literally offered that to me yesterday to read. I've heard good. such good things about it. It's good so far. Oh. I can't tell you what it's about, but it's good. <laughs> I audiobooks are iffy for me. I like audiobooks if they are autobiographies read by the author. So I'm listening to two of those right now, actually. I don't know how my brain keeps up with this, but so, okay. <laughs> this is why we can't regurgitate anything because we don't know what story correct. came from where. Correct. So you know how I fall asleep listening to the Ologies podcast? <laughs> yes. We've talked about this, right? Okay. So I've put a hold on the Ologies podcast and I've been falling asleep listening to audiobooks. Okay. I don't know how I feel about it yet because part of me like wants to stay awake and listen to it, but I always end up falling asleep. So um, I am listening to Selma Blair's autobiography called Mean Baby. I'm not sure who that is. She played, have you seen Legally Blonde, right? Yep. She plays Vivian in Legally Blonde. Okay, cool. The the girlfriend of Warner at Harvard, and then her and Elle end up becoming friends. But the other autobiography I've been listening to, and I would recommend this to everyone, especially the autobiography of of him reading it, is Notes from a Young Black Chef. I think that... No, but Anjali, who came on our podcast, yes. I think she was doing a book club for that. Oh, it is so good. It is so good. It has like kept my attention. Like I have been driving quite a bit, just like driving driving friends to the airport, driving out to visit my parents for Mother's Day, like things like that. And I like look forward to getting in the car to like listen to the audiobook. It's so good. I am a little over 80% of the way done with it. So I feel like I can like say that it's really good, even though I'm not fully done with it yet. Oh my God. I just had a throwback thought where I remember my dad having like a CD case full of audiobooks Yes, in the car because he used to, I mean, he travels a lot for work. It's mostly by plane now, but back in the day when he was commuting like 45 minutes to work, he would listen to books. And I used to think that was so silly. And now I'm like, and I was also 12 when I was thinking this was silly, of course. And now it's like, oh, we, we all do those same things. We just have a different platform, right? More efficient one than having to be like, oh, I got a cliffhanger. Got to get the next CD in. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny getting older and realizing things your parents did. And you were like, "Mm, yep, that's where I get it from now. Dude, that's my therapy shit. (laughs) You. That anyway, was the of my high. I don't even know how that relates to my high, but there we go. What you like? Low. I don't know. Probably this last week, I just there was a couple of moments where I felt like I bit off a little more than I could chew. Typical. It it happens every now and then, and then I uh, evaluate, recalculate switch some things around. It's usually a good sign that I need to look at my ideal schedule again. And so just noticing a couple of those, they're not super fun thoughts though, because like whenever I bit off more that I can chew, like there's usually nothing I can do immediately to like get rid of that feeling. Cause it's usually like contracts people I've signed on with. Like I can't just like back out of things. Right. And so just navigating that like ebb and flow. Yeah, that's where the grit comes in. 
grit, gritty girl. Your turn. Oh my goodness. Well, my obvious high this week is I am not working and I'm doing air quotes because I'm doing a little bit of work today, obviously recording the podcast and then need to get the newsletter out and I need to wrap up a couple things. But overall, I'm doing zero meetings this week outside of this one. And I am feeling it's a high and a low actually, because I'm feeling anxious anytime Mm. I, because I'm taking two weeks. So this week I'm doing a little bit of work and then next week I'm going to be fully off except for the podcast. And so I'm just feeling a little bit like, ah, like what if I miss something? What is my team thinking? Um, I really need this time. I slept in this morning until like nine. It was awesome. I love that. And I just need a break after two, no, four years, three, three, four years of pushing. So I'm microdosing work. That feels good. Sorry, I had a yawn. Um, Wait, you're microdosing work? Yes. What what does that mean? Just like this week, doing a little bit here, a little bit here. Microdosing work. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm also in some life transitions and things. So we'll talk about that when we get into the life outside of entrepreneurship, but I'm going to ride the high of enjoying not working. Maybe I'll read a book this week. Um, I'm definitely going to clean the shit out of my condo. I've been doing that over the last month, like little bits, and I'm going to do a final push and get rid of everything that I don't want or need and donate, sell, whatever. Yeah. I have a whole pile sitting at my front door of like things that I've, I've just like continuously added there whenever I'm like putting shoes away. I mean, like, oh my God, I haven't worn these pair of shoes in years. Like, why are they still here taking up space? Smart. I imagine you might feel this way too. Like doing just like a little bit day by day just doesn't itch that part of my brain. I just want to do it all in one day. Yes. I want to spend all day doing nothing but that. Yeah. Yep. I'm right. Can relate. Can Can relate. I know. I'm like, it's been, it's been a thing for me too, recently too, of just like feeling a little claustrophobic of like the amount of stuff in my apartment. Yep. Yep. Cause we both live in small spaces. You especially. So small. And there's something, I don't want to be a stuff manager. Speaking of stuff outside of Mm. entrepreneurship, like I don't want my free time to be me cleaning all the time or moving shit around. I actually don't care about stuff that much. The only thing I care about stuff wise is sports stuff because that's fun. But otherwise like, oh, like sport, like, like climbing sports, like climbing gear, 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 (laughs) gear. Give me all the gear because I will use it until it's broken. Um, so yeah, I just don't want stuff and things and I don't want clothes. Like I want to wear my five outfits. I feel comfortable and get in. And I don't care if I wear them twice a week. Yep. I've literally been living in the same outfit, same variation of an outfit for the last like two weeks of like <laughs> leggings, sweatshirt, and, um, like, a like a athleisure workout top from target that I before we hit record, told you I just bought four more yes. in every color they owned because I love them so much. Cozy. Let's link it in the show notes. Oh God, they're so cozy. They're like buttery soft too. Oh, oh, they're so lovely. Like that. Yep. Well, I feel like we kind of already talked about a lot of stuff we do uh, outside of entrepreneurship. But are you ready to actually dive into the uh, formal episode? Of- Let's do it. Let's do it. So it's no surprise that we're both entrepreneurs and we love talking about it. What? 
I know. We have a whole podcast dedicated to it. Shocker. Shocker. And we also don't feel like talking about it today. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we don't feel particularly passionate about talking about anything related to entrepreneurship. And so we are talking about life outside of entrepreneurship, which is almost more uncomfortable than having to force myself to talk about an entrepreneurial topic. So... Yes. And it's not that we're not jazzed to be entrepreneurs because we are today. I don't know about over there, but it's, it's been cloudy and rainy in Denver for like five fucking days. Same in Houston. So much rain, like overcast, gloomy. I'm not vibing with it. Yes. So there's nothing inspiring about this weather. I'm off work for two weeks. Kind of you're going on a trip and we are like a little bit checked in as much as we need to be, but a little checked out of our businesses this week. And so, yeah. Why is it so much easier for us to talk about entrepreneurship than just our personal life? Oh, dude. Great question. I don't know. This is an episode where like, I am uncomfortable talking about it because I feel like there's always been some conditioning to talk about how successful you are in your job. And that's kind of trickled into entrepreneurship where like, I feel a little conditioned from society to just like flaunt the idea of being an entrepreneur of like, OMG, look at me running my own business, having a flexible schedule and like reflecting on that. I don't love that. Mm, Say more. Why don't you love that? Because I just, I love being an entrepreneur, but I, I want to believe that there's so much more about me, so many more exciting things about me than just running a business, Mm. but it's conflicting because it's also businesses that I'm really passionate about that give me the flexibility to live a cool life. I think some of also what's coming up is, um, I went on a couple dates while I was in Spain and I was thinking, I was like, okay, like, you know, going on a date in the U S you usually talk about what you do for work. Like, that's just like a very general conversation. And that's not the case in most places outside of the U S it's oftentimes like a little taboo to ask people what they do for work. Hmm. I don't actually know why that is. In the dates that I went on, I did end up talking about work. (laughs) But I just, I think there's a lot that you can read into, especially in the States, when you're talking to someone about work, because usually they're, you can kind of sift through some of their values related to the type of work they do. Because in the U.S., Usually you try to like find a job that you love. Whereas I think outside of the U.S., you work a job so you can live a life outside of work. That it's not necessarily this like super, like it's not necessarily this thing you're super passionate about. You're just like Mm -hmm. doing it. But it also makes sense that the people that I went on dates with were also entrepreneurs. So I think there was like a little bit of that in there too. Anyway, I don't know where I was going with all of that, but I love being an entrepreneur. I get annoyed sometimes at myself with how much I talk about my work and being an entrepreneur 
with people that I'm like meeting for the first time. And it's annoying to you because I want to build relationships based on shared values, shared interests. I don't think that all has to do with entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. And a lot of my values come to play in the work that I do. I feel like I just talked to myself in a couple circles. So what are your thoughts on all of this? Well, I just wanted to, to normalize even the circle of this is easy for me to talk about and I'm excited about my work and also the maybe societal reward that we get for being entrepreneurs and talking about it too. So there's like that extra layer of like, not only am I personally excited about this and like, think this is cool, but I also know you're going to think this is cool or like, Mm. this is seen as a valuable thing. If you're an entrepreneur in some spaces, I feel like some people could be like, do you even have a business or stability? And the answer is yes, but, but it's a little more hidden. Yes. It's a little bit more hidden. Um, you know, this is interesting because I actually get really burnt out on talking about being an entrepreneur because it's almost like I'm someone who just does shit. Mm. It's funny. I think about my consulting business a lot and maybe it could quote unquote be bigger. I say that, but I'm pretty booked through at least Q3. Um, if I were on Instagram talking about it more or telling people I'm taking new clients, but it just seems like people always come through and they find me somehow because I don't want to talk about it. I just want to do it. I just want to be helping people grow their groups, yep, take insurance at their practice and lead, right? Like I just care about doing the work. I don't care about talking about it. I'm just doing it. I don't care about selling it to people. So some people reach out and they're, I had this one person reach out recently and they were just like, okay, what do I get if I do an intensive with you? And I'm just like, you get my time. That's it. Like, yeah, I don't feel like explaining to you the value of this. And not that there's this person had anything wrong with asking questions, but I was just like, I, I just want to do the work with you. Like I promise it'll pay off. Um, which yeah. maybe isn't great marketing or strategy for me, but like, I don't care. I just want to do the work. So that's part of it is I just, Sometimes it wears me out to talk about it and I want to use my energy for being the entrepreneur. And also sometimes it's just like, I've been doing this for, I've been in private practice for five years. I've had a group for four and I've been a consultant for three and we've had the podcast for one and a half years. Yep. And Podcast, I love talking about. I think it's fun and I love when people find us. But all the other stuff, I just, it's not that I don't love talking about it. I feel like it's just so much of my life that I don't always have the energy to or to explain to people who don't already know. And then there is a piece where I feel like I hate being the center of attention. And when people hear like you have multiple businesses or like, you're doing these things and you start to explain, I feel like everybody's eyes get really big and they stare at me and I'm like, never mind. I, I just am doing my businesses. I don't know. It's like a me personally thing, like an awkwardness. Um, even though I know it's good at like, people are like, Oh, this is so interesting. And wow, this is so cool. I just don't want to talk about it all the time. Um, that's so interesting because I, not that I, I don't want to say like, I love being the center of attention, but I, like, I don't mind taking up space in a room when it feels appropriate. 
I feel comfortable if, if when I tell people that I'm an entrepreneur and people's eyes get big, I want to lean into that and share more because they're probably interested because they also have some sort of like entrepreneurial spirit. And so there's, it feels like there's like a connecting factor there. Yeah. It makes sense that if somebody's showing interest that a response would be, let me tell you more. And that is a point of connection. And I think this is also just speaking to my burnout, right. And my overwhelm and my trying to bounce back from pushing too hard, AKA part of this two weeks of no meetings and chilling out after graduation, because I've just like, I've spent it all. My energy on my businesses, like I, so that's part of my like, maybe hesitancy to talk about it more because it's not that I'm not passionate because I am and I love everything I'm doing, even when it feels like a lot of work and takes a lot of energy, but I just don't want to talk about it right now. I just want to do it. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I do have a question for you. Whenever you're in a group meeting people for the first time, or you are like going to book club and being around other people, what percentage of those people that are like interested in the entrepreneurial conversation do you think are entrepreneurs like in your network? Mm, Good question. I think most of them are not. Mm. People in our space, a lot of them that I talk to are entrepreneurs because it's maybe people I'm consulting with or, you know, are in the accountability club or are just in our sector, the private practice, own business sector. Um, But outside of this space and in my personal life, none of them. Majority of my personal network outside of accountability club design clients that I'm working with, I would say 90% of them are entrepreneurs. Really? A very large percentage. And it might not be that they're full-time entrepreneurs, but it's usually people that if they are working a full-time job, they have interest in doing something on the side or they're doing something on the side. That's very cool. Maybe I would feel differently if other people were entrepreneurs. I am actually interested in going to some entrepreneurs meetups in Denver and just meeting mm-hmm. people from other industries and just seeing what the vibe is. Yeah. Um, but I think part of it, why I don't want to talk about it as well as I don't want to be flaunty on accident mm-hmm. too, of like, because we put entrepreneurship on such a pedestal right? of like, I can make unlimited money and blah, blah, blah. When it's Would- like, Bullshit. I know it's like, well, I might make $5 sometimes. So, yeah, but it it is on a pedestal. It is. Yes. And I, so now that the kind of just thinking through it, like that makes more sense where like, I feel like I do talk about being an entrepreneur so much because that is like the people in my social life. Yeah, are all entrepreneurial minded, and so it's not the it's not necessarily the fact that we are flaunting the fact that we're entrepreneurs all day every day. It's these deeper conversations of like balancing time between being an entrepreneur and be, like the, the conversation we're having today, right? Of like, yep. we don't want to just be known as like the entrepreneur. And that can be hard to find a role, a title, anything else outside of just being an entrepreneur whenever we are so integrated and ingrained 
in our businesses. And I'm going to speak for myself where like my social life is so integrated with being an entrepreneur and running businesses. Yeah. And it's definitely an identity, right? It's something we hold and we have a different lifestyle because of it. We have different thoughts. Um, we have different unique considerations and it's not everything that we are. So I'm wondering like who, who is Morgan outside of entrepreneurship? I freaking hate this question. Um, (laughs) I'm pretty sure if you give me a sec, I'm pretty sure my therapist asked me this question and I now have a note section in my phone. Um, (laughs) answer this question with because I can't think of things like on the spot I can think of things for you okay hold those I would love to hear those I'm going to share a few things that have come to mind and then I I'd, would love nothing more than for you to add things onto that <laughs> okay who is Morgan outside of an entrepreneur I am a very curious human being who when I don't know the answer to things I pull up Google whether that's at like the dinner table with friends. If someone asks a question and they like, no one knows the answer. And I'm like, we literally have technology at our fingertips. Let me just Google the answer. I uh, am usually the girl taking the pictures of food before we start to eat or making sure we get a cheers video whenever I'm out with friends. I am a traveler, love exploring new places. I am a language learner trying to learn Spanish. I also don't know what the like cutoff is for like calling yourself bilingual or not. And I Mm. don't feel like I'm there yet, but I feel like I'm getting close. I just had 900 days on Duolingo yesterday. And even if I don't know the word for something, I'm usually able to like explain it well enough to be able to understand what it is. So awesome. Thank you. Thank you. I, uh, am a coffee drinker. (laughs) I drink coffee all the time. All the coffee. All the coffee. And yet somehow listing all of those, I want to bring them all back to work, Mm. which is annoying. Like it's hard for me to justify like being those things without identifying how my role of entrepreneur has also impacted those things about me. Of course. Nobody said our entrepreneurship doesn't influence our other things about us, but there's still things that are just you as a human that, you know, they influence each other. Yeah. Okay. You're also a really good friend and a bringer of people together. Thank you. Appreciate that. You are someone who is invested in their faith, which kind of goes with bringing people together as well. You are a social butterfly and love going to events. You're an event attender. Well, thank you. I can get, I can get very detailed. But I was like, Oh, I'm going to get like embarrassment talking about it. Um, (laughs) thank you for that. I, I appreciate that. Who are you outside of being an entrepreneur? Mm. Oh my gosh. One of the best compliments that I ever got was, um, (laughs) Marcy Evans called me a hippie once. And I was like, yes, I feel very seen. And when I was getting supervision from her, I I think I asked my partner this week, I'm like, am I a crunchy granola girly? And he was like, I don't know. What's that? And I was like, well, you're clearly not a crunchy granola guy. So I'm just kidding. But I just funny because he kind of is. No, he totally is. He totally is. I think that's part of being a granola person though. Maybe it's like, you don't know that you are granola. 
That's why I asked. I'm like, am I? You don't own it. You get offended when people call you granola. (laughs) No, you don't get offended by anything if you're a granola person because you're just like an outdoorsy, woo-woo, like very simple-minded human who is just happy to be outside and doing sporty things. And it's cool if you haven't showered in three days. Um, Is that you outside of entrepreneurship? Yes. Yeah, because those things I have a hard time. Like the I don't even know what kind what characteristics you just listed, but there's some of those, and I was like, "Well, that's not you as an entrepreneur." (laughs) (laughs) Way like in like a like a very like I imagine like crunchy granola is like go with the flow, yeah, whatever. And I'm oh no, business. You're like I am not okay. This is what I learned about myself. I'm not like that in the outdoors either. I want to be more go with the flow. That's definitely my partner. And I love him for that (laughs) because I'm like, where are we going? What rocks are we going to climb? What time are we going to get there? Did we bring snacks? Like (laughs) very not go with the flow. Let me give you an example. On Friday, we went to go see the new real rock, which is um, this series of climbing movies where they show like three different short documentaries about climbers doing awesome stuff. Highly recommend the one that just came out it's really awesome. Even if you're not into climbing, um, one of the the movies was about climbing as activism in mm. Palestine. And so it was very cool. Definitely cried. It was so important, especially if you don't understand the, the Israel-Palestine um, conflict. It yeah. definitely is a way to discuss that um, and then how climbing can be activism in that. So I felt very, very inspired. And then after I watched that, I was like, nothing matters. Why the fuck do I run a business? Um, But whenever we were going, I was like, we're already late. We need to get there on time, which is hilarious because I'm, I'm always late. Um, And then like, I was worried, I was just anxious. I'm like, we got to get the best seat. We got to do this and that. And it was just like, so annoying. And my partner's just like, this is so fun. We're going to watch this movie. We're going to get there when we get there. And I, we couldn't find a parking spot. And I was just like, and it just, I am an anxious girly. Um, <laughs> so, which is funny because I outside used to be entrepreneurship. Yeah. So <laughs> in entrepreneurship and outside of entrepreneurship, I, I think it's honestly a byproduct of entrepreneurship. I used to be more go with the flow and I'm trying to get back to that, which is also part of like, I'm feeling very preoccupied with granola girly things. Like if you've been listening to the podcast, you know, I have plugged that my partner and I are getting a van and we actually pick it up this week. Whoop, whoop. So we're super excited about that. And that feels like a, it feels like a transformative moment coming because it's just going to open so many more doors to opportunity yeah. for adventure and getting out there, which is what I want to do. We also got a Starlink, which is a internet router specifically for van life that we can live in the van sometimes if we want to, which we do plan to. Um, We're going to start with like long weekend trips, but I could see it escalating quickly when we want to get out of the city. So I'm very excited to embrace our sporty granola life. Um, So crunchy, crunchy granola, sporty girl. What else are you outside of entrepreneurship? Yes. Um, Let's see. Man, that one takes up a lot of time because it's like climbing, skiing, hiking. Uh, we tried kiteboarding whenever we were in Mexico and we're like, we should get into this paddleboarding, any sport. I'm going to try mountain biking maybe this weekend um, or in a couple weekends. 
I don't know, man. I just want to do everything outdoors all the time. And it's a whole like lifestyle of waking up slowly, having coffee while you sit outside. Maybe you read a book. Maybe you just like exist and then you go hard at your sport. So mm-hmm. that takes up a lot of time. Um, I feel like I'm someone who actually enjoys artsy type stuff. I don't enjoy doing it. I don't think I'm a creative person in that way. I'm creative with my words and my thoughts, but not with my hands. But I love going to art shows and concerts. And I want to go to more plays and things. It's just hard to pack it all in. So that is a special interest of mine, especially because it's not something that I'm particularly good at. So I appreciate it more because yeah. I love watching like sports as far as sports that I do, like skiing and climbing and watching co- those competitions and things, football, baseball, all that miss me with it. Don't care. Not your vibe. <laughs> it's not my vibe. So yeah, I, you're a dog mom. I'm a dog mom. You are very proficient at keeping plants alive, not even alive, thriving. Okay. See, I don't even remember all the things I do, but, um, I'm a dog mom. I'm a plant mom. I am a partner and I am a friend and I am an aunt. I have a nephew. Um, I am someone who loves to travel, whether that's going to be in the van or by plane. You are also a language learner. I am a language learner. See, I I just do things. I don't even think about it. You're Um, a roller blader. Skater, skater, skater. Sorry, mix it up. My brain didn't catch up in time. I need to get the Navanitas back on. It's been a while. Those are my skates. They're orange. They're perfect. I'm a a homeowner. I own my condo. I'm a Denverite. I live in Denver, which kind of goes with the granola girl. That's what they're called, Denverites. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that makes Coloradan sense. Coloradan, yeah, yeah. I I think you could say that for any city, Houstonite. Houstonian. Oh. Houstonian. Okay. Yeah. Denveronian. That doesn't, that doesn't sound right. So <laughs> Denverite. Like pasta. But it's like Austinite. Austinite is. Okay. Is Austinonian. Yeah, that doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work either. What is your current split between entrepreneur and non-entrepreneur titles time-wise? And what what is it currently? Or maybe like, what was it two weeks ago when you were still in the grind? And like, what do you want it to be? Oh, that's another thing. I was just a grad student. You were the last student. two years. Two so two years. That's now two. Um, my split right now, <laughs> it's interesting because this is part of trying to heal my burnout is I'm going to say I'm trying to go for 60, 40, 60% being more of my life and mm-hmm. 40% business stuff, which means I'm resetting up my new ideal schedule, which is mm-hmm. looking so fucking good. I'm so Yay! excited. It means taking these two weeks off and doing the bare minimum that I need to for this week and then doing nothing next week, except for the bare minimum again, which is hopefully even more bare than this week. Than this week. And it's me. Something that's been really helpful for me is being with my partner, Hector, who is the most grounded, lovely, loving, selfless human I've ever met. And he, like being with him has reminded me that there is more than entrepreneurship out there and entrepreneurship is important. He's also an entrepreneur, but it's embracing your life because the life entrepreneurship has given you Mm. outside of entrepreneurship, if -hmm. that makes any sense. Yeah, it has. I mean, there's just like, even though there 
are periods of time of being an entrepreneur where it is a little bit more of that grit and grind. I think that a lot of people choose to be an entrepreneur because it gives them the flexibility to make decisions that best suit them. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. why I do it. Yeah. And I, I'm glad you brought up like almost phases of entrepreneurship because it's like, yeah, the last five years have been building and growing and pushing. And now I'm entering a season where I'm not stopping those things necessarily. It's just going to look different where it's like I've built and now it's about maintaining, delegating, pushing others. So mm-hmm. I'm doing a ton of consulting, which I love because I, this is going to sound weird, but like, I don't actually do the work. I tell people how to do the work and get to watch them go through their own growth in the way that I did. Yeah. And I love that. It's like vicarious grit. And that's just feeling really good to me, um, to be able to be that supportive person for them and maintaining nourished. I mean, nourished is my biggest, mm-hmm. biggest project and it's pretty established and maintaining and we'll be growing a little bit every year, but we're not going to be pushing in the same way we did in the beginning because we don't have to. And I'm really excited about that. So yeah, it's just a change in season for me, which doesn't mean I'm any less of an entrepreneur. It just means I'm more of a granola girly right now. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That it's not a new title for you, but a, I like that that title is like, seems like it's like slowly surpassing Mm -hmm. the title of entrepreneur where like both are there, but I could see you being a, 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 a girly that talks more about the granola life than the entrepreneur life. So what I'm really leaning into right now. I'm like, I want to talk about rocks. I want to talk about the rock I touched last week and how it was awesome. And I want to talk about how we're going to rifle on Thursday to go pick up the van and how we've been like nesting and getting ready to put all our stuff in the van. And just, I want to tell you that I got the icon pass and I'm going to be skiing icon mountains, which I haven't done yet. And I'm so excited, you know, like that talking about those things. And I want to like be doing those things with other people. Mm-hmm. And spending that quality time. So I think that's an important part of it too, is getting to do those activities with people I love and that quality time that's very getting lost in adventure and just time and not having to be like, okay, from 11 to 12, I'm doing this and then this. It's like, nope, if I'm going outside to go climb, going for the whole day. And I'm not worried about when I'm coming back because I have Bennett with me. We brought food, we got water we're good. We'll finish when we finish and not having to be somewhere else. Like I'm really craving space, which is my word this year. Word of the year. We hope you enjoyed this impromptu, non-entrepreneurial, non-businessy for the most part episode from us because we just wanted to be real with you all that we're feeling engaged in our, our lives a little bit this week and feeling like, you know what, we want to talk about that and not about entrepreneurship. But We do love entrepreneurship. We are still here recording this pod and we'll be back with another episode next week in the business space. Thanks for listening to the Weight Inclusive Innovators podcast. If you like what you hear, subscribe to our pod to add us to your queue every week. Please leave us a rating and review and share with a friend to help us reach more weight inclusive business owners who could use support and pep talks. 
And if you're craving some time to work on your business and not just in your business, do some dreaming and scheming and not get stuck in the nitty gritty of managing a calendar and making sure your notes and billing are done. We are going to Mexico City in August and we would love for you to join us. Registration is now open. See you next week. Bye.